Hello, my name is Michael D'Angelo. Welcome to Let This Mind Be In You. Or, if you are a return listener, welcome back. This is a ministry founded on proclaiming the gospel to the lost and exhorting Christians to remember that we have the mind of Christ. So let this mind be in you. Please make sure to like, share, and subscribe with all your friends and family. And if you would like to reach me, you can reach me at ltmbiy at yahoo.com. That's ltmbiy at yahoo.com. I also have a Facebook page. You can find that at Let This Mind Be In You Ministries. Just search for that. Also, you can find me on YouTube at Let This Mind Be In You. All right. Hello. Welcome back to Let This Mind Be In You. Brother Michael D'Angelo here with you. And uh uh-oh, my video isn't working. Just give me a second here. Those watching on YouTube and Facebook, uh, I apologize for that. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> of course, I might have to. Uh, I might have to try something out here. I don't know what's going on. But I'm streaming, and so you can hear me. But uh, I'm going to have to try to maybe turn off my camera. Oh boy, it's always something. How about that? Is that working? Nope. (laughs) Wait one second, folks. Pausing for technical difficulties. Not sure why this would be doing this tonight. It was working. But uh, the joys of live broadcasting... The joys of live broadcasting. Can you still hear me? Yes. Everybody can still hear me, I believe. (laughs) This is not good. This is not good. What is going on? Okay, folks. Well, this is going to be a little bit difficult. If I can't get this to go, we're going to have to go with the built-in camera. There I am. It's a bigger view. Let's see here. Hmm. That didn't work. All right, we're just going to have to do this. Hello. Let me get myself up here. All right, I'm not sure what's going on with the camera. And um, this sometimes sometimes does happen. And I'm not sure why, but every once in a while, the... uh, Hell... It just went out again. All right, there it goes. Every once in a while, the uh, device that I use in order to get my camera to stream into my production software um, just quits on me. So I'm not quite sure what's going on, but you can see me now. Hello. There we are. I'm here. Audio is still good, but the video is not working for whatever reason. So we'll go with this tonight and just deal with it. All right. Hey, uh, first and foremost, welcome. And I wanted to mention a prayer request. So, uh, so Dave and Susie, uh, brother Dave and sister Susie, they're on here all the time. Uh, most of the time, brother Dave, you'll see him both on YouTube and, uh, Facebook. He'll, he'll monitor both. And then, uh, sister Susie normally on 
uh, Facebook, uh, or no, probably onto YouTube. Um, but uh, anyways, their son-in-law, Houston, is having um, some major issues. So he's in he's in the hospital, and um, I believe he had a stroke. Um, a very young guy, uh, too. So um, just be praying for uh, Brother Dave and Sister Susie and that family um, as they're going through this, that the Lord's will will be done and that we would surrender to whatever his will is in this situation. And um, we'll be praying for you, Sister Susie and Brother Dave. And their daughter, I'm not sure, they have a couple daughters, I'm not sure if she's the youngest or oldest, can't remember, but um, she's um, married to Houston, and Houston is having issues with his, uh, with a, had a stroke and a bunch of other things. Hey, better brother Dave. But uh, again... Yes, a stroke, as Sister Susie says. Uh, by the way, if you're on the chat on uh, on the YouTube, uh, please just continue uh, chatting away. Uh, we'll get started here in just a moment. I did have technical difficulties. The camera that I normally use is um, is not working right now for whatever reason, um, but that's okay. I got the backup, but it's going to look really weird, right? It's uh, kind of um, let's see if I can. Oh, goodness, I keep messing it up. Let's see if I can kind of zoom in here just a little bit. How about this? That's a little that's a little bit better. Let's go with that. All right, we'll just go with that. I can move everything around. I hope that's not uh <laughs> that's not bothering anybody. But I can uh I can adjust everything on the fly. Hello sister busy. Yes, uh, Sister Susie uh, does say that uh, it is the Robin. So uh, Houston is the one that was having um, the, the health issues, a stroke there in the hospital, married to uh, Brother Dave and Sister Susie's daughter, Robin. That's their youngest. So be praying for them. Okay, so we got a lot of people coming in here on the chat. There we go. Brother Dave's over here on Facebook right now talking and letting everybody know that it is uh, his youngest daughter, Robin. So there we go. I think we're all caught up now. Uh, so, again, be praying for that. Also, uh, there was something else I was going to mention, but I'm just going to get started here in the book of Acts. All right. So I was off last week. Uh, I took a trip out to Missouri. They had a uh, awards presentation for uh, our military unit, and um, I'm the only one that's around that's uh, senior enough to go, I guess. And so they picked me to go. And uh, so I went over there to, uh, to receive that. Uh, it's, a, it's an engineering. Uh, of course, we do a lot of engineering in the battalion that I'm in right now. So, all right. But I'm back here and ready to get into Acts chapter 7. Now, there's not a whole lot that we're going to really kind of point out. Uh, this is... You know, at the end of chapter six, obviously Stephen there is uh, arrested, uh, you know, he's he's held and they're questioning him because they said he was blaspheming all these things and talking about the customs that Moses delivered us and, and so forth and so on. But as Stephen gets up and he and he starts to more or less gives a, a historical overview of the entire um, history of the nation of Israel. 
And, you know, if it was just a history lesson, but the that would be one thing. But the meaning behind everything that he's saying is, is a complete and utter uh, chastisement for the nation of Israel. Um, and, of course, we'll see at the very end of the chapter here, we're going to try to read the entire thing tonight. At the end of the chapter, you see a young man named Saul that was consenting unto his death. And uh, they laid their coats and they stoned Stephen. And, of course, if you've uh, read your Bible a couple times, you probably already know that. But we're going to read through it together. And if anything kind of pops out, uh, leave it in the chat. Uh, if something pops out to you, uh, you want to make a comment, please do so, whether on YouTube or Facebook. If you're listening, uh, this obviously... That's always for my brother Aaron. Sipping the coffee. Hey now. All right. Uh, Acts chapter 7, verse number 1. So again, they're accusing Stephen, and then the high priest speaks up. Then the high, then said the high priest, are these things so? And he said, he didn't even answer the question. He just goes right into the chastisement and, and teaching portion here. And he said, men, brethren, and fathers, hearken. The God of glory appeared unto our father Abraham when he was in Mesopotamia before he dwelt in Sharon. So again, the Lord of glory shows up, God of glory, and said unto him, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and come into the land which I shall show thee. Now, it's very interesting because later on, um, God forbids the children of Israel from intermarrying into the surrounding nations that are around this area and uh but that's the kindred they were kindred to them as far as in relation of um that same region uh the same i guess you would say if you want to use race as a, as a term but they were the same kindred people and god tells them later on because of the idolatry and everything and he tells abraham to get out from his kindred and the people and then he separates a, a nation unto himself. And we'll get into that when he talks about Moses. But anyways, verse number four, then came he out of the land of the Chaldeans and dwelt in Sharon. And from thence, when his father was dead, he removed him into this land wherein ye now dwell. And he gave him none inheritance in it. No, not so much as to set his foot on. Yet he promised that he would give it to him for a possession and to a seat after him when as yet he had no child. So again, the Abrahamic promise, the covenant with Abraham that I will make thee as the sand of the sea and the stars in the sky, you know, that all these, yet while Abraham, Abram at the time, had no child at all. Verse 6, And God spake on this wise, that his seed should sojourn in a strange land, and that they should bring them into bondage and entreat them evil 400 years. So again, God already tells them they'll go into bondage for 400 years in Egypt. And the nation to whom they shall be in bondage will I judge, said God. And after that shall they come forth and serve me in this place. And he gave him the covenant of circumcision. It's very important there, the covenant of circumcision. Um, I'm not going to get into that right now, but Anyways, the covenant of circumcision, and so Abraham beget Isaac and circumcised him the eighth day. And, of course, that became the tradition, the, the ritual, the, the commandment that, that every son, everybody born into the nation of Israel would be circumcised upon the eighth day. 
also those that would come into the nation and be blessed through the nation, Gentile nations that would come in and believe in Jehovah God and, and take on those traditions and uh, follow after God's commandments would also be circumcised and be brought in. And it says, uh, okay, eighth day, and Isaac begat Jacob, and Jacob begat the 12 patriarchs. Okay, so that's the 12 tribes of Israel. Because, of course, we know that Jacob would be renamed to Israel. And that name was given to him by God himself. That's why when you read passages like in Chronicles and other places, when in my people, which are called by my name, that's his people, his chosen people called by his name, which was Israel. That's you'll know what he's talking about there in the Old Testament. And the patriarchs moved with envy, sold Joseph into Egypt, but God was with him and delivered him out of all of his afflictions and gave him favor and wisdom in the sight of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. And he made him governor over Egypt and all his house. Man, what a fantastic account that is when you go back and read about that. Now there came a dearth over all the land of Egypt and Canaan and great affliction in our father's found no sustenance but when jacob heard that there was corn in egypt he sent out our fathers first and at the second time joseph was made known to his brethren and joseph kindred was made known kindred was made known unto pharaoh so again already stephen is is given these learned men of israel the they were well versed in everything that was going on um, in this account that stephen has given them so he's he's more like setting the stage, so to speak, and he's and he's and he's building and building upon the history. Let's look in um, verse fourteen. Then sent Joseph and called his father Jacob to him and all his kindred, threescore and fifteen souls. So Jacob went down into Egypt and died he and our fathers, and were carried over into Sychem. And laid in the sepulcher that Abraham bought for a sum of money of the sons of Emor, the father of Sychem. Sychem. But when the time of promise drew nigh, which God had sworn to Abraham, the people grew and multiplied in Egypt, till another king arose, which knew not Joseph. The same dealt subtly with, the, with our kindred, and evil entreated our fathers, so that they cast out their young children to the end they may not live. And of course we know this where the, uh, the rule came out that, you know, all the male children of, uh, that were born, the midwives of Egypt, were supposed to take those children and cast them into the Nile to, for, for them to perish. Verse 20, in which time Moses was born and was exceeding fair and nourished up in his father's house three months. So he was hidden. And when he was cast out, of course, we know that the, uh, the, you know, his mother took him out there and his sister would watch him and the Pharaoh's daughter comes by and that's what he's talking about cast out. But Pharaoh's daughter took him up and nursed him for her own son. And Moses was learned in all the wisdom of the Egyptians and was mighty in words and in deeds. And when he was full 40 years old, it came into his heart to visit his brethren, the children of Israel. And seeing one of them suffer wrong, he defended him and avenged him that was oppressed and smote the Egyptian. For he supposed his brethren would have understood how that God by his hand would deliver them, but they understood not. See, again, this is, this is fascinating. 
why would they why would they have a problem with you know their taskmaster that was beating on them and this man a, a ruler a prince of egypt rises up and uh smites the egyptian and kills him why would they have a problem with that and he's like why don't you understand that god's going to use me to uh to deliver you it's because he was doing things in his own will by his own volition as opposed to waiting on the word of the lord to take to him now it's very fascinating and it'll get to some of this but that when Moses went out into the wilderness and he was, he was running away for his life, that when God says you're going to go back into Israel or you go back into the land of, uh, of Egypt and you're going to let, say to Pharaoh, let my people go, Moses was very hesitant at that point. You know, he, he's like, no, uh, I'm slow to speak and all these other kinds of excuses. It's very fascinating. But anyways... Uh, getting back to the uh, account here with Stephen, for he supposed his brethren would have understood how that God by his hand would deliver them, but they understood not. See, when we try to do things in our own will, in our own way, in our flesh, it doesn't go over so well. Hmm. And the next day he showed himself unto them as they strove, you know, they're fighting amongst themselves, and would have set them at, uh, set them at this man, this strength, because being full of the Holy Ghost, he looked up steadfastly into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing on the right hand of God. Let's, let's give a moment here to think about Stephen here. Let's transport ourselves in our minds through the word of God here as we read the final portion. And said, Behold, I see the heavens open and the Son of Man standing on the right hand of God. Then they cried out with a loud voice and stopped their ears and ran upon him with one accord and cast him out of the city and stoned him. Stoning is not something that um, is something that you you get hit in the head and that's it. And it's a very painful, brutal way to die. And this saint here, Stephen, Stephen is full of the Holy Ghost. And they're stoning him, and the witness laid down their clothes at the young man's feet, whose name was Saul. And they stoned Stephen. But instead of saying, God, give them their just reward. God, give them wrath. God, curse them. God, do this. God, instead of that, as he's calling, it says you're calling upon God and saying, Lord Jesus, Receive my spirit. And he kneeled down and cried with a loud voice. Look at this. Probably, I mean, this is, this is something, again, through the inspiration, I mean, the, the, the full of the Holy Ghost, the Bible says here. And just like Jesus says, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Here is Stephen, verse 60, saying, Lord, lay not this sin to their charge. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. The, the strength of Stephen here and the, the fortitude to preach the word and then to stick his finger, proverbially speaking, in the face of religious 
scholars and leaders of the day and say, you don't even follow his word. Lord, help us to be the same now. We have the, you know, in this dispensation of grace for us now. We're not preaching a kingdom and, you know, going back into Israelite things and, you know, talking about a history lesson and condemning people for crucifying. Preach Christ crucified as the glory and what it is and the fact that not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but through him. We can have the forgiveness of sins. We can have the oper- we have the ability to walk now. We can walk according to the scripture if we surrender our will to the spirit which abides in us. And this man, Stephen, full of the Holy Ghost, says, lay not this sin to their charge. What strength, what forgiveness, what heart for his people, the children of Israel. And that's Acts chapter 7. So, again, there wasn't, you know, I, I wanted, I didn't want to make a lot of comments. And so it's going to be a little bit shorter tonight. I just wanted to, I felt it was right to just kind of just read and let it sink in. This, this scene here where Stephen is preaching the word, giving them the account of their history. And saying, you crucified the Holy One, the just one. All right. Well, that's Acts chapter 7. Of course, where we see Saul consenting to his death, we'll, we'll start, you know, we'll see a little bit about Saul. And then there's going to be this, uh, this interesting thing that happens with the, uh, Philip and the Ethiopian eunuch. So we'll get a chance to look at that a little bit uh, next week, Lord willing on Thursday night. So let's go to the comments and uh, we'll read through these just a little bit as we wrap up over here on YouTube. I got to give you an opportunity to, um, there's a little bit more of a delay. So go ahead and put any comments that you have there over there on YouTube. And we'll go down through this on Facebook. Not as much of a lag. Of course, I'm going back through here. And of course the, the thing at the beginning with the camera not working, it's working. I can, I'm literally looking at my camera. It's on. It's just not in the the little device, the dongle that that takes it from um, HDMI to USB that puts it into my my software is lit up. Everything should be working, and everything was working. It just stopped. <laughs> so I'm not sure what's going on with that. Uh, of course, people were talking about that a little bit earlier. That everything works with the uh, we always got the backup camera here which is on the laptop. Oh, again, uh, yes. Taylor, Houston Taylor, if you want to be in, in prayer for Houston, that's the uh, the uh, son-in-law of Brother Dave and Sister Susie. He's married to their, uh, their youngest daughter, Robin. So be praying for him and uh, for for Robin as well um, as she's by her husband and dealing with all those things there and then be praying for brother Dave and sister Susie as they um, that they have the right words to give to their their daughter you know and that uh, the experience of life 
that they would be able to be a help to her. No bigger help than uh, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, but uh, he gives us elders and those, you know, I'm not calling you old, Brother Dave, but you have a lot of experience, my brother. So praying for you and praying for you, uh, you, Sister Susie, as well. Okay. Coming down here, see Sister Sheree is on Facebook. Says, thank you. Thank you very much for watching, Miss, Miss Sheree, Sister Sheree over there. Appreciate you. Let's go over here to YouTube. So my mom was here earlier. I don't know if she's still here now, but hello to my mom. Sister Elizabeth obviously said hello earlier. Thank you very much for that. Brother Jason said, uh, God bless them, talking about the uh, the Taylors there. And um, Brother Dave and Sister Susie. Brother Ken says, uh, this sermon right here is the longest sermon in the Bible. Hmm. You know, I... I didn't ever really thought about that. I I know the Sermon on the Mount is very long, but um, I'll have to go back and look at that because he does go right into, you know, preaching there um, in chapter 7 in verse, yeah, verse 2. So that's 59, 58, you know, they start stoning him in, you know, verse 57, but he, I mean, he's really still preaching all the way to the very end. So that's a good point. And then brother Ken says, praying for Houston. Thank you, brother Ken. Appreciate that. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up for tonight. Again, apologies about the, uh, the little bit of video interruption, but the audio worked well tonight and the stream was good. Thank the Lord. So that's okay. You didn't, you didn't get, you got a few minutes of reprieve from seeing this mug. So, all right. Self-deprecating humor would be okay. You know, at least my wife likes my face. She's probably not watching. She's listening. She's reading to the kids right now. Anyways, thank you for joining me on Let This Mind Be In You. Uh, again, Lord willing, next week we'll be in back in the book of Acts. Please tell all your friends. And as always, you can always reach me at ltmbiy at yahoo.com. Please tell everybody about the podcast platforms. Let this mind be in you podcast. Um, please, please, please uh, subscribe to those wherever you like to find your podcast. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to YouTube and Facebook and tell all your friends to do the same. I would greatly appreciate it. All right. Well, that's it. Bye for now. God bless you.